This spicy podcast is intended for those over the age of 18, as we will be discussing adult explicit language and situations. This is for entertainment purposes only. Hello, and welcome to the third episode of the Down and Dirty Swinger podcast. I'm Fox, and with me is my sexy wife, Ruby. We're excited to be your host to talk about a range of topics in the swinger community. In today's episode, we'll be talking with two solo males in lifestyle that have a combined over 20 years experience, and they'll be providing a tremendous amount of insight for any solo males or couples looking for the MFM or hot wife experience. Welcome back, and thanks for listening. With us today is the teacher's assistant with the couple's next door screen name of Mr. Open and Prince with the screen name of Fourth Base. You may also know Prince as the professor's younger brother. Thank you for being on the show today, guys. Welcome. Yes, thanks for having me. For sure. We've been having uh, lots of fun banter here with you guys before the show started, so we appreciate that. We've, I think we've had to do like three or four different takes already because the prince keeps making everyone in the room laugh. All right. A lot of fun stuff to tackle today. So should we start easy? Um, what draws the single male to join the lifestyle and not simply pursue a monogamous relationship? I think there's a difference between what they think they're joining it for and what actually comes out of it. I think a majority of men join the lifestyle because they think that it's going to be easy sex and that there's a bunch of horny women just waiting for them. I think reality shows that that's not always true. There's a little more work into it and there's an, dare I say, art. Yeah, so I was kind of thrusted into the lifestyle. Thrust. (laughs) Yeah, so I didn't really know much about this side of life in general but i was introduced to it and gee i wonder how yeah i mean my brother got me into it (laughs) the professor yeah professor thank you which by the way i hear he's going to be on a future episode i heard that too yeah he might be best big brother in the world (laughs) but yeah uh it just seemed like a much better option than what i thought i had to do in life and seeing another way it just made way more sense you log into Couples Next Door and you see boobs and ass. You log into Bumble and all you see is dogs. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Definitely a lot more fun uh, when you're on CND than some other sites for sure. So speaking of CND, when you're on CND and you're cruising the profiles, uh, what are the things you're looking for from a single male's perspective, right? You're logging in. You just saw a new couple came up or maybe it's a couple that have been there for a while, but you haven't talked to them. You're checking out their profile. What's important aspects you guys looking for? Uh so for me, the first thing I look at is if they say that they are looking for single males. Take a pause there and remind all single men, please read profiles. <laughs> I mean, it helps. It goes a long way. If you read the profile and it says no single males, you know, do not contact them. So and- to clarify, on Couples Next Door, you have options to customize your profile. So you can specifically state if you're looking for couples, single males, unicorn females, and what type of interactions you're looking for. But I've even seen profiles in all caps with, you know, big, bold letters, no single males. And then all you hear about is, I got these all these single males friend requesting me and messaging me. And it's like, you, they clearly didn't read the profile that says absolutely not. Yeah, and then there's some that have it to where they say that they'll contact you. So right. You just leave it at that. So, so if a profile says, so on, on CND in the app, you can you can specify, uh, like Ruby was saying, you could say couples. So if it only said couples, for example, maybe it didn't say, you know, it doesn't say males there. But in the profile, it doesn't say like no single males anywhere. 
is that still like a maybe or is that still a definite no? Like if you don't see in there, like if it if it doesn't say in there like single males looking for that specifically somewhere, should you not contact them? Is that kind of the MO? Yeah, so or is that gray? <laughs> it's kind of a gray area, okay. but I still if if it doesn't say single males, I don't typically reach out and contact you. Sure. Okay. If that's what you're looking for, you'll put it in your profile that that's okay. Single right. males are good. And right. again, the prince is probably getting messages all day long from people, so he doesn't really have to go out and search for profiles. They just come to him. So I, there's a different true. perspective there. I do a lot of work. <laughs> so don't, don't, don't let him fool you. It's not just coming like that. I, I'll put it good work. You guys have known each other for a while, I can tell. <laughs> well, I've known his brother longer, but can, I kind of got too long. Can I ask? Uh, I want to ask in the beginning how long have each of you been in the lifestyle? So I've been in the lifestyle for five years now. Five years, okay. Going on six. I was okay. trying to figure out how you came up with the 20 years experience combined because I'm not that old. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were pre, you know, early the early 2000s is when you Back got in, when maybe. White chocolate days. Right. That's going back a long, I think it's a shorter history than you realize because uh, white chocolate existed less than eight years ago. Okay. Because oh. I've been in it for a little over 10 years, I think, somewhere around there. Okay. And I was there, I was on WC nights and then was part when it came over to Couples Next Door. All right. Well, I retract my statement in the beginning of 20 years. We're going <laughs> to say, say a solid 15 years here, which is still a really good uh, chunk of time. So I mean, awesome. I'm still old next to but... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right <laughs> so you've done your work cruising the profiles of other couples or individuals what tips do you have for how to set up an appealing single males profile for yourself <laughs> i i don't know I... yeah so for me i can't necessarily say that i have a good single males profile i don't usually do a lot of work on the site per se I like to meet people out at parties. So that's normally where I'm having interaction with people. So I don't really reach out to a lot of people on the site regardless. Okay. So if they're reaching out or like if they see the profile and they want to reach out, they'll go ahead and reach out. I think in general, whether you're single male, single female or a couple, how you write your profile should say a little bit about you and show your personality in some ways, but also right. don't write a book. Cause I'm not sitting there reading, you know, war and peace on your profile. I've seen some <laughs> of those where they want to talk about every single detail. And I'm like, you went way too far into, into this. So we've definitely the basics and what you're looking for, because there's so much that comes with in-person chemistry. Like, sure. you know, how I appear on my profile is not how I appear in real life. And I think you can put, whatever you want in the profile. So it doesn't really matter. You still have to meet the person because I can write put whatever I want in there, make myself sound like the greatest person in the world, but you still have to meet me. And if I don't match what the profile says, then. But you should put something in there though. Oh, right? yeah. you if should, you just you put like X's in there, you know, some yeah. basic information, Hey, I'm this person. Here's what I'm couple, looking for. Give, give a them a likes. reason to look up, to reach right. out to you. Yeah. My favorite single male profiles are big dick looking for horny woman. <laughs> Yeah, so. I see those all the time as they <laughs> pop up, or you know, you see big dicks young all the time. horny men looking for <laughs> a hot wife, or and it's like, okay, well, duh, we know why you came here. And <laughs> if you're sitting there bragging about yourself on your profile, I probably question whether it's any true, anyways. Yeah, you should put in a little bit of effort to the profile. Try so, to fill some stuff out. Prince, you mentioned you don't really reach out and send messages uh, to couples, <laughs> then so. Um, 
what does that look like for you then, like approaching a couple in person then? What are some things that you'd say or how do you approach that situation in person? And then same question to you, TA, after. Or maybe you reach out online uh, when you have. Just any advice you can give, either in person or online. So I would see, so I'll, typically I'll see people out at parties or before that I'll see pictures on the site. Right. And from there I kind of get a, I get a gauge of like, uh, so you some homework. I would, be, I would be interested. Yeah, you know. So whenever I get the chance to meet you all in person, like, oh, that's such and such, I just go introduce myself and just okay. try to see if there's any chemistry there, if they're interested at all. How long does that take you to like gauge chemistry? I mean, we talk about that from a couple's perspective as well. I think that goes both ways, whether you're gauging chemistry to a couple or or solo. Maybe it's faster for if you're just one person gauging two instead of two and two. But do you feel like you get a sense for chemistry in a few minutes or or does it take um, does it take a night? What does it look like for you? Uh, so he's saying this with a smile right now. <laughs> How long does it take her to send a picture of her ass to him? And then he's like, "Yep, oh. I approve. Let's go." Did so, she touch my arm right away, or was it five uh, minutes later? Know, did, he, did, did she look at him and go, "Well, we're going to do it, or what?" So in person, I feel like it's a lot easier to read the situation because there's eye contact. Okay. And there's different mannerisms that uh, come with it. So. Body language. So you're looking yeah. for leaning in. You're looking for um, attention. And nonverbal cues. Nonverbal cues. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, Ruby. A lot of a lot of nonverbal cues will go a long way. You just have to be able to pick up on them. Right. So that's that's a lot of what I go off of, and you, you get a vibe for if somebody wants, you know, you to be there, or if they don't. So what you are know? some uh, nonverbal cues that you specifically pick up on, or that you like to see that gives you kind of a green light? Uh, the the hair flip, like the hair flip, like could you show us? That's still the thing. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean they definitely like they're certainly like playing in their hair. Oh, they, really? Yeah, interesting. Like, I never knew that one. I'm gonna. I'm, I'm funny. Intrigued. I do that all the time when I'm more. around him talk. too. What? Say that, again. <laughs> Say that again. I said I do that when I'm around him too. <laughs> that uh, batty eyes, like you can tell a lot from the eyes. Okay. Right. And when you. They're smiling back at you and like it's genuine. All right. Like, so now add on tell. this. Here's the add on. Cause like you're talking a lot about if it's just you and the other woman. Right. So now talk about uh, that, about when there's a dude sitting there right next. Right. To her. What does his husband need to do to let you know, like he's okay, like not interested in you sexually, but like he's okay with um, you flirting with his wife or that sense or like giving you the nod the green light what does and that I, look like and i'm learning a lot and i'm taking notes so that's why i'm asking <laughs> i don't uh you don't do that see. often do you well it's normally people that i kind of got the gauge for their mo and what they do so ah, uh, see so you maybe had some homework in advance you kind of know how they interact <laughs> so yeah. you know um, Got it. Okay. Yeah, I like go that. To your, Stack in the deck. It's good. He goes to his inside man who runs the site <laughs> and knows everything. No, no, there's do, no, there's no harm homework. in that. Yeah. Do you, yeah. Do your homework. We, we like to, before we go to events, Ruby and I, we look at who's going to be there and we say, you know, okay, well, here's some people, you know, that we don't know. Maybe we'd want to talk to them. You know, we look at their profile and determine like, do we think we'd have a vibe, you know, cause you only have so much time in the event. Realistically, you're going to talk to just a few couples probably if you're having some decent conversations. So you got to spend your time where you want it, right? So I, we get that. Yeah, it's yeah. a good vibe. I've definitely looked at profiles. Even if I'm at a party or something and this wife is flirting with me or something, I've occasionally snuck off, looked at their profile because 
I've also run into many experiences where the wife is all down and ready to go, especially if she's had some drinks in her. And then all of a sudden across the room, you look at the dude and he's giving you the death eyes like he's going to come oh, across no. the room and stab you. That's a good tip. You know, I had that at one of the events. I was up at the bar. Uh, this was when I drank and was getting a drink. And she starts coming up on me and she's rubbing up on all me and that. And I'm like, I'm half paying attention, really. And I look up and he's just dead across the other bar. And he's just evil glancing at me. And I was like, and she just didn't even care about him. And I finally looked at her. I said, you need to go talk to your husband. Oh, shit. You need to go to the other side of the bar, get your drink and go talk to your husband because I'm not getting in the middle of this. Yeah, you should definitely... But you wanted to. The husband? <laughs> Sorry. Not in the middle. <laughs> no, 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 that wouldn't be right. You're right. You want to be on the end. <laughs> Bad sex joke. Sorry. Go ahead, Prince. Yeah, no, you should definitely meet the husband. And you you get a, you get a feel for, like, if you talk to him and you just kind of get a vibe from him if it's okay or not. Uh, okay. And then if she's around, and then ask. And they'll tell you, like, we're okay with this and that. And. We're not okay with this. Do you find, um, question for either of you, do you find that it is uh, easier or maybe better, I don't know what word you want to use, to just be direct as a single male in the lifestyle with your intentions? Or is it better to be, you know, just kind of let them lead with what they're looking for? There's a directness sense? that I have and there's a directness that he has. Mine okay. is pretty blunt. Okay. I, I'm a very direct, blunt person and probably sometimes to the negative where people interpret that. Sure wrong where you know so you prince is sarcastic. much more smooth than i am got it i'm sarcastic asshole <laughs> you know so it's a very unique few that like my unique my assholeness i mean it comes with the territory you gotta be a little sarcastic asshole from time to time it just depends on who's doing it but uh, if you watch the two of us at an event there's definitely a difference between how you react in an event scenario and around people versus how i do yeah, uh, I would say that, yeah, I got more game. <laughs> I'm not denying that. I, yeah, I, I know how to run the game. So that's that's what I just lead with. And But honestly, though, I appreciate maybe the disparity that's coming across um, between you two just because, like, I mean, that's life, right? Like, we all, if we were all the same people, we'd be robots, right? We. Uh, we say that all the time. Like, I appreciate that you guys are just different, but you're also just being yourselves. You know, if, if you like the sarcastic approach, then great. But I bet that's really rewarding once you find that couple that like loves that sarcastic approach. Right. I mean, in the end, who do you think is probably having more luck in the lifestyle right now? <laughs> you know, it's clear. And we are a big contrast. I'm also, again, after a decade in it, there's a little less of giving a fuck. Uh, you know, there's a little bit of, right. I don't play the games anymore. Sure. You know, I don't understand how the professor still does it. I tell him that <laughs> all the time. I'm like, I don't know how you have the energy to keep doing what you do because there isn't, there's an art to it. You know, if you've ever watched them, you know, and watched the professor talk to people, there's an art to it. And I guess I'm a little less. Well, I know you've watched Ruby and I before. You told us uh, what our I'm what a our people watcher. Is. That's what that's what's dangerous at the events. Is I'm a people watcher. I am the one. You can ask the professor. I'm the one that will notice that the couple across the room is having a fight that they're trying to hide from everyone else because I see it. I watch everything. Okay. I think everyone just has a different style of charisma, so it's just finding whoever matches with you. Um, and but, there, I mean that's the thing about the lifestyle. There's different personality types. There's something for everyone right but i say that as a warning to the single men that doesn't mean you're for everyone you know because that's the other thing i see a lot of single males come on a lifestyle and they're like 
you know, they're God's gift to the horny housewife that hasn't gotten out enough. And I'm like, well, no, she's got her pick of almost of thousands of people. <laughs> I think right. that Where is the challenge. Where do you rank in this? hundred <laughs> percent. I think that is the challenge with single males is there is an abundance of them. Um, and they're all very excitable, right? So if there is maybe like a, a thing that um, the single males have going for them is they're very excitable, right? <laughs> well, think about it this um, way. So use that if, to your you advantage. Were, if you were single right now. And you had a choice between going on Bumble and Tinder looking for sex or going on to a lifestyle website, which one would you pick? Which one sounds less daunting and more fun? Well, that's a tough question because I'm a, I'm a swinger. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, most guys are going to go with the avenue that they think is easier to get laid. Because yeah. in general, men are lazy. I mean, they're going to go with the easy route if they right. think. And that's what they think the lifestyle is. I think that's human behavior, though, right? Is like the the easy score, right? We have a, you know, we went from a twelve second to an eight second tension span. I, I read recently in the past decade, so I think people are just looking for the, the the easier things to do. But I do think there's more reward at the end of the tunnel if you put some time into it and get to know people, and then when you do finally have that hookup, so to speak, you know, it's uh, it's really nice. Well, I mean, Prince, you've been in the single life too, and you're in, more in the single life in the younger generation than I am where more it is around. Do you think that one of the reasons why so many single men's come here is because it's easier? That's what they think at first. Until, yeah. At first. Right. Until they're there and they see that one, it's not easy to get accessible to people. Like people aren't inviting you out to do certain things without knowing you, you need to get right. out and meet people and build connections with outside people. So you need that, to be vetted before you get the right. advice. You, you need to know some people. So you get invited to things and you're not just on the outside looking in, like wondering why nobody wants to, no one's talking to you or you don't get invited to do anything. So you're not getting late. I want to stick on that topic for one second. Um, getting vetted, right? Because um, how does that work? Like you don't know anybody. You want to be in the lifestyle. You want to go to events, right? But you need to be, you need to know somebody. How does that, what advice would you have for the single male out there that just joined c that's, they're looking at their, they're out there and they see thousands of profiles out there and they're really wanting to go to an event or a party, but they have to know somebody, right? To, to be able to go. What would you say to them to meet their first couple and to like gain some trust from them? I would tell them to find their own piece first. <laughs> 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 you can't attend the potluck without a dish to share. Yeah, like you need to bring something to the table. But I mean, yeah. if you come in empty-handed, then so what? What would they bring to the table then? Right? What does that? What does that mean? The truth is, if you don't have a woman on <laughs> your arm, you need a woman. You know, right, you're not. Lady. You're you're only going to get so, so far. So that's a good point, right? Um, we we haven't done a, a lot of uh, MFM play, but um, when it has been, it's either we know them. Uh, we either know them because we play with them as a couple and then maybe the wife can't do something. So it's maybe MFM play in that way. Um, or, um, it's maybe the male has a friends with benefits situation. It's not a couple, but he brings something to the table that way. Um, I, is that, um, it sounds like that's a great route to go, right? Yeah. I mean, the men that stick around are the ones that either came with a friend who's also a unicorn, but right. they're kind of partnered or they've connected with someone in the lifestyle and become their kind of partner. I mean, the average lifespan of a single male is probably three months, <laughs> you know, in the lifestyle, you know, and you're talking to two people that came in at, at a totally different route. I mean, the prince was just grandfathered in and, you know, and I was a couple before I was a single male. 
you know, heck, if it wasn't for the fact that I was a couple, the professor never would have acknowledged my existence and I wouldn't <laughs> be here today. Got it. Okay, so there you have it, single males listening. Number one tip of the day, it sounds like, is bring a unicorn or a friends with benefits to the event, and we will welcome you with open arms. Or offer to do the, the professor's uh, chores. Laundry. Yeah, laundry. <laughs> All right. Well, then, as a single male, is it more common to play in an MFM or more of a hot wife situation where the husband might not be present? These days, I don't know. You know, I mean, I, sure. I, that's where I can't, you know, I'm not active enough in that side of the world. So are you asking which one do I prefer? Which one's more typical? And then maybe what's your preference okay. and why? Yeah. Uh, so my experience has been more of the hot wife situation. Okay. Uh, I have had situations where the husband is present. Uh, sometimes it's kind of a situation where he may join in, he may not. He's just, he kind of wants to just watch. But he'll also like you know, once he's watching, he might get excited, want to hop in. And sure. we've we've already discussed this before we've even decided to play. Is like what happens throughout play, like what are the actions that could happen? Level of involvement, right? You know, so we kind of already discussed that, so that's understood. Uh, my preference is more of the hot wife situation, just for the simple fact that. Things happen in the room when you're playing, and you may have discussed what is okay and what's not okay. Oh, right. But things start happening. People start doing things they ain't did before, and people get upset. You've ever had a husband mad at you? That's a good question. <laughs> if you, if if so, if you can, if you can say without being specific, right? Like we're not trying to out anybody here, but how would you, how would you manage a situation like that if you had a husband that was mad at you? What would you do to de-escalate that situation? So directly, I never actually had that happen where okay. a husband was mad at me. But uh, at a pool party. The professor's me, pool party? Yes. Okay. Just to be sure. Uh, just be I was, <laughs> clear. you know, I went off to my room with uh, someone's wife. And okay. I didn't. I, we weren't going to play or anything. Like, oh. That wasn't the intention. Uh, but she, I guess, she wasn't supposed to be. Together. <laughs> she wasn't supposed to be gone. And no, she wanted to see my shoes. Of course, the shoes. <laughs> yes. I'm That's the line you. I've been missing. No, Let me we'll write that to, down. We'll get to pick up lines Do you want to see my shoes? <laughs> it wasn't like that, though. But apparently, uh, that was a problem. So, oh, okay. And That's actually, I've had another time at a pool party where somebody was going too long, and I, I, I think that you know kind of messed up their day. Oh, yeah. I see that all the time. It's funny <laughs> again, noticing everything at we're, the pool parties are the most interesting peachy really? pitches sometimes because you do you get the new couples that show up and they haven't really talked about what oh. they can and can't do, and then you got you know Mr. Prince walking over there all strutting his stuff, and she's like, oh yeah, and then from across the pool you see the guy going. Uh-oh. <laughs> He's counting his abs. He's walking over one, yeah, two, no, six. That's fuck. too many abs for me. I only go for three. <laughs> He's got too many past the limit. <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> so when you are getting vetted from a couple, what are some typical questions that they might ask you? I think, uh, you know, do you understand? I think the biggest thing is the husband wants to make sure that you respect and understand their 
relationship and their their rules. Yes. If you don't, then he's gonna he's gonna put the kibosh on it right away, no matter how much she wants it. Um, you know, and I think the other thing is just, do you actually even have a connection or or a spark? You know, can you even get get that interest? And I think it all depends on the dynamic. My experience has been pretty much left up to the woman to decide whether or not like that's what she wants. I've had interactions with husbands that they just they have told me, no, as long as she's okay and that's what she wants, then I'm I'm good with it. So that's kind of just been my interaction with it, uh, vetted wise. Uh, so as long as she's okay with it, that's, that's what we're doing. There used to be a joke that there was couples that would always come in here with these list of rules. Mm -hmm. And it was almost like they wrote a book of all their rules. You know, so I've had scenarios where they have come down with these are all the rules that you need to abide by. And you're almost signing a contract with them. Those are the ones where I normally duck out and I'm gone because that's too structured for me. But I also don't do many of the scenarios where. You know, I can never do it with him sitting in the corner. It's so like when you talk about that, earlier, I was like, uh, uh nope. I, I know why like, that sounds funny. I was like, he's got to be involved. And even then, these days, I'm kind of like, one person's emotions and mental and everything is one thing, but you add more than one, and then I just start to again say, I'm too old for it's this. It's just shit. too much, right? So definitely had it where he sat in the corner. Uh, I can like see you doing textbook that. corner. Yeah, We've you heard. have no problem with that. You are your brother's brother. <laughs> No, I don't know if I could do that. I'd get, I'd get too antsy. I'd be like for maybe like five seconds, I'd be like, what am I doing here? I gotta I've watched open. the professor <laughs> fall asleep in a room while sex was happening. So I could see that you could do it. <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, so I want to go back. Prince, you mentioned something we, we touched on. I think you brought it up to you, actually. Um, so flirting, right? So like go-to flirting te techniques, right? And I think this is relevant not just to single males, but to, uh, to couples as well, right? I feel like... Um, I don't want to say it's a challenge, but sometimes it's a challenge to read the situation. Like how does uh, a female, right? A wife of another male like to be flirted with, right? Cause there's so many different like love languages, right? We'll actually get that to episode four, but there's different ways that a woman uh, likes to be known that she's desired. So how do you guys go about that? One, either reading the situation or two, what techniques do you find that, that work best for you? I will admit that I have come out and just asked many times okay because the direct you approach, know, right and just say you know what's your what do you like and i it's funny you bring up love languages the psychologist background i'm always like what's your love language you know and it sounds really weird asking a fellow swinger what's your we love language no we used to have in our profile you know yeah. and i yeah. just said because that will tell me how i'm going to interact with you it does you know and it's For obviously sure. different than if you were in a relationship or dating world or that but they apply to all relationships and so it just comes down to how do you want it because I admit my skill is not reading women. You know, there's probably a reason I'm single right there. Well, if there's a class, um, we should all take it. Maybe we should start one. Reading women 101. Hey, you get a and lot of people. I, w I would pay. The prince will lead it. No, I'm, I'm in the class. I'm, I'm trying to learn something too. Well, maybe episode four, we'll learn about that. So, uh, For me, uh, I just I just come at them as who I am. Like, uh, Okay. I got charisma. Apparently, people like me, so you know I just <laughs> the gigantic sausage in his pants doesn't hurt. <laughs> I mean, it's never been a downplay. I've seen but, Manhood Monday, so uh, things are kind of teetering. He just sends a picture. <laughs> no, no, no. See, 
a lot goes. I already said it once. I'll say it again. A lot goes with you know a good smile, and and eye contact. A lot, like there's a lot that comes with. So the, the smile and eye contact shows intent for you, basically, right? Yeah, I yeah. mean, when someone's smiling, cheesing hard at you, I mean, you know. Do you do you um, tend to hold it that extra, like, half a second, one second, maybe, like, subconsciously people are wanting to turn away? Do you consciously do that, or is it just, or is it oh, subconsciously you hold it longer? You have to, you have to hold you it. You have to hold it. Okay, yeah. so just stay there. You're, you're there. You're just, yeah. hold it. Got everybody it. Everybody looks Good away. Advice. He gets in and, a staring contest with her. Right. No, it's not necessarily a staring contest, but everybody looks away whenever the other person's, like, like going to look back. And it's like you never made the eye contact, and it's just like kind of like uh, I don't so, know. So you're looking at her. What is the husband looking at? Where well, you're looking at her? Is he looking at her? Looking at you? He's looking at you. Looking at her? <laughs> I don't know. I'm not looking at him. <laughs> <laughs> well, next time I see it's happening at an event, I'm gonna pay attention. I'll let you know. Well, typically she'll be topless at the pool party, so there's plenty to look at. <laughs> yeah, you know, whatever's happening with the husband. We'll, we'll find out. See, most of your experiences has been where the husband's a, been at a distance, hasn't it? I don't know. Have you ever been at? on a on a date with a couple where you went out to dinner with both of them, where you sat on one side of the table or whatever? Have you ever even been in that scenario? Uh, I'm trying to think. Off the top of my head, uh, no. Well, it sounds like you have, T.A. Do you have any advice for us in that scenario? You know, I've been on the other side of the table. So when I was married, oh, okay. uh, I've been on that side of the table, and I find it very awkward. So we got to the point where I was like, I ain't going with you. You go. Cause it's just awkward and, and weird. And I would right. feel the same way on the other side of the table. Like I'd just be like, okay, again, not only am I trying to, to me, if there's people around me that I'm, I have a hard time ignoring the other people that are around me. It's probably hard to focus to gain the respect of the husband, but flirt with the, or the significant other and flirt with the female at the same time. Right. Mm-hmm. You struggle with it at first. And then, well, for me, I just kind of lock in and, if she doesn't like me, this is all for nothing anyway. So I got to lock in and get my flirt on. So let's do a test after this episode airs and find out whose profile gets viewed the most. <laughs> I think we could find that pretty easy. Yeah, I'm pretty, right. I'm pretty sure we already know who's going to win. Is repeat play a common occurrence or is it more of just one and dones? With couples or with wives, for me... It's been mostly brief interactions, but I also don't stay in the same state for all year long. Yeah, that makes sense. So my connections, you know, are only good for while I'm here and then I'm gone for six months and then back. That's a different And I also live far out of the cities. So there's not too many, you know, regular dating couples that I, you know, there's just too much to juggle at that point. Tia, would you say that most males are looking for just one and dones or they're looking for some type of repeat play? I think it's an age thing. If I can, if I can be that. Yeah, yeah go ahead. that general. I think it's uh, the younger ones are looking more for as much as they can possibly get. How many notches on the bedpost can they get? And I, it's a general statement. So there's always exceptions of to the rule. Um, but I think the majority of them want to see how many notches on the bedpost they can get. Okay. And they just want to have a lot of fun. I mean, we've watched them at come into parties and you can just tell like they're just ra- trying to rack up their to do list, you know. And then the older ones, I think they are looking more for that repeatable connection. Because again, you get old, you get tired of playing the game. Right. You just want to, you know, you don't want to like, be doing every single night a new date where you have to figure out the other person. You want to get into that little bit of a comfort zone where you at least understand each other, not to the lazy comfort zone level, but the, at least the 
I already know what that person likes and wants. And now we can build off of that. Absolutely. There's a big time cost to meeting new people all the time, whether it's you're in the solo land or the couple's land. We definitely feel that these days as well. We're more inclined to meet uh, fewer people and have longer, uh, try to have more um, regular uh, experiences than, you know, meet somebody and have it one and done. We honestly we never really wanted that to begin with. Um, but it seems like mostly in lifestyle, that's what we find is people are just less inclined to want to, you know, do something longer, not poly in that situation, just like a friendship that has ongoing benefits, right? Yeah. And the longer things last, the more messy they can become, you know, sure. for uh, sure with emotions and that. I mean, the print you get, you have a regular. Yeah. My, my situation is a little different because I do have a couple people that I see regularly. Okay. Um, well, I shouldn't say a couple of one person that I see regularly. He almost got in trouble there. <laughs> Wait, she's we're going to edit listening. that part out. Yep. <laughs> You're the only take... girl on the side. No. Let's take that from the top. Go ahead, Every, Prince. Everybody, <laughs> everybody knows that there are other. You can't people meet him and not real. Know that there's a list. No, she she knows everybody that I hang out with. There's one now of those we, number things know. outside of his bedroom for crying out loud. No, she, she's she's number one in the order. <laughs> in the org chart. Yes, and then there's you know, other got stuff. it. But uh, that situation, so it's a bit different. Uh, that's regular. Uh, one other, somewhat regular and. Mostly they're one-offs. Okay. Like, but you sounds like you prefer regular. So that's where you want to spend the bulk of your time is more in a regular situation. If it can be more regular. Okay. And it's worth it to be more regular than yes. Right. But I mean, some we, people are just one-off is what's best. Right. They're looking to fulfill a fantasy for yeah. the night. And and people don't always have the time to be a regular. Absolutely. <laughs> Yep, that's what we found too. It's a big time and priority thing. So, yeah, want and ability is yeah. You hit that. Mm -hmm. It's like they may want it. Yeah, they have the ability to do it, and can they juggle all that when they have if they have kids and jobs and a husband to take care of and all of that. For sure, we've definitely seen that. We just try to we try to go with the flow, but deep down we know we we'd rather just um, spend less time trying to make you know a bunch of new connections and have them. And it's exhausting. It, it can, it can be. That, yeah. It can be exhausting, yeah. <laughs> Most people are surprised to find out that I'm an introvert. And for me, going to a lot of events back-to-back, -back, I, I just find it exhausting to try to remember as many people's names and their stories and their backgrounds. And it, you feel like you're giving a lot of yourself every time you meet that's someone That's why we new. tell people, um, and, it, I, and I say this too in case you've said this to anybody that's listening, it's like we say, you know, Let's meet at an event. If we haven't met you before, let's meet an event and let's talk for five minutes and let's see where that chemistry is. If there's chemistry, great. We would love to give you more time, but if there's not, then, you know, we just don't have the the energy to give. We just, you know, we've been life stuff for a while now. And um, well, like Ruby said, she's vetting. an introvert. You talked about the vetting thing. And I mean, I think that's the key is look for the free events that are open to single males. So, you know, there are things like Kinky Friday and the meet and greets and that where single males can go and they can meet people. You know, what I find, what I've seen, you know, is that they either don't get out of the corner. And so they sit there and they just wait for the other people to approach them. And you right. can't do that. You've, you're the, again, you're at a potluck. You didn't bring a dish to share. And so you're just there hoping someone's going to share their food with you. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's literally how you have to kind of look at it and go, you have to put some effort into it. You have to charm them a little bit so that they give you a, a sample of their, their food, you know, and absolutely. And I, you know, and then you have the other ones that walk around like they're God's gift to the world. And so I think finding right. that middle place, if you're going to go to these events, 
meeting people don't expect to hook up, you know, on a, at a meet and greet, unless you're the prince, then you're probably going to walk out with someone on your, <laughs> on your arm, right but arm and left for arm. the average person, you just meet people and get to know people and talk to people. And that will help. You know, if you see something that you like, go talk to her, make sure that you go put yourself in the space because if you're waiting for them to come over and engage with you, you're going to be missing out on a lot of action that you could have had if you just got the courage up to go on over there. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. So I want to talk about a very sensitive topic, right? Uh, one of Ruby's favorite topics, dick pics. <laughs> <laughs> the question is to dick pic or not to dick pic. That is the question. <laughs> and I'm not Instead just talking of, about Manhood Mondays. Oh, no, really, I'm, I'm will serious. The cover, so. <laughs> will the cover image of this episode be be Ruby holding a dildo and it will be to dick pick or not to dick pick? Oh, like a Shakespearean play? Sorry, tangent there. Uh, I'm not huge on the dick pick. Um, Pun intended. <laughs> there so, is a place for it. Uh, now, I like to put it in with something else as opposed to just straight dick. <laughs> I mean, so it's straight. No, so you like to have a female Boom. in the photo well, as well yeah. as you're saying. I mean, nobody or maybe really like a little like uh, fruit basket dick. in the back, something fancy. Yeah, he, <laughs> does art, he does artistic. You know, brighten it up right here. Like, he puts little hats on it. Out there. You know, maybe that's what guys should do, right? When they start putting these, these dick pics out there on Mondays, right? The other guys should come and be like, oh, that's a nice whatever in the background. Do they still do that? I don't log in on Mondays, so I don't know. I leave that to Ruby. Yep. So there are people that do like the dick pic. Uh, right. But it's a smaller amount from what I understand. Yeah. Yeah. It's a smaller amount. And it's amount. if they have a connection with you. If you're just randomly sending them a dick pic, you're probably going to be denied. But <laughs> so if you have a connection with them, there's a little difference there. <laughs> I mean, again, unless you're the prince and then they're like, okay, I don't care what you're like. Give it to me. And so there's part, there's two parts to the dick pic. <laughs> if you have scientific uh, breakdown the head of the dick here. <laughs> you have a smaller than Tim, average dick. Do you include the balls or no? <laughs> oh, that's a good question. <laughs> yes. We're distracting his thought. Yeah. Continue, Prince. <laughs> if you have a smaller than average, one that you may not be Why are you looking at me? proud of. Stop looking at me. Don't broadcast <laughs> it to the world. Leave a little mystery there. Right. Ruby, now no, you know that's why I tell you no, I won't post chemistry, them. And we've gotten to a point where, yeah, we're going to do this. And you whip it out. Hey, it's too late. We're here. See, the prince has to send him as a warning because he has to make sure they're not going through shock when he unzips his pants. Oh, that's that's great for the surprise. <laughs> you didn't know what you were getting yourself into. And now, wow. So this has been such great conversation. Um, we, we have so much more we actually wanted to actually ask you guys. Um, Maybe we'll have you guys back on again here in the future because I think we only got through like half of what we wanted to actually ask you. In the um, maybe we'll get to one more spring, question right. here. So maybe one more question. Uh, what would you guys like to ask us or anything you guys want to ask us at the end? So you've You can shoot off the cuff. Go for it. It's yeah, fine. So you mentioned that you've done uh, MMF or MFM. MFM. Yeah. yeah. Yep. With like That's a male. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Uh, you said you didn't start into that. What's changed? Um. It was more, we didn't seek out a single male for that experience. It was more, we were with another couple and play led to the situation where I had both males attention for a while, but it was never the sole intention of the entire encounter. Um, 
and then the other female was able to work themselves back in or it's kind of like, oh, I need a minute. You go ahead and take these boys. <laughs> and I say, OK. Do you think there would be a time that because of time restrictions and just real life that you guys would say, you know what? Ruby, just go out and get your own tonight or Fox, go out and get your own. Do you guys because that's what I think I've seen from a lot of couples is it comes down to timing. It's right. Well, trying to find that four way match or trying to make time where all of us can get in the same room is just hard. Yeah, there's definitely an appeal to that, right? Of like, um, you know, it makes things easier because there's less people in the equation. But honestly, for us, when we started this, um, and it's still true today, we enjoy seeing each other in the act, right? So even if it was a situation where it's an MFM in the future and a true MFM, or it's, um, you know, an MFF, you know, I, I don't see a scenario where we'd not be there. Um, unless it's like unless a hall pass situation. So we do give each other hall passes. Yep. Funny, fun fact here. I, I, as soon as I said that, I was like, Oh, wait a second. There's one scenario where that happens. So if one of us is traveling, um, the person traveling gets a hall pass and the person staying gets a hall pass. Um, but that's like a one-off thing. And usually it's somebody you already know we already comfortable with. We either played with them in the past, something like that. Right. Not like a random, like hookup or something like that. So, so yes, there's like excruciating circumstances, you know, but otherwise when we're here together, we prefer to, to be there and, and see things together. So, um, yeah, I don't know if in the future it'll be, we'll have a true MFM or not. I know I'm, um, comfortable with it from like a just secure standpoint. I'm fine with it. Um, I do enjoy seeing Ruby with other males, but it's only been mostly in the context of me, you know, also tied up in the corner something. of the chair. No, 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 not like that. No, <laughs> no, just, um, you know, with another female or something. So, um, so we'll see how that goes. I think, uh, I don't know. It's just not on our at a radar at this moment. The one thing I always say to couples or anything, you know, don't be afraid to try something once and maybe even twice. You know, we used to, I used to tell couples all the time, I was like, try it once. If you're unsure, try it again. If you don't like it, you never do it again. If you tried it once and you absolutely didn't like it, well, then you know, because you never really know how you get in. Now, that's where us single males get into trouble sometimes because we get those couples that are trying it for the first time. They're not sure how they're going to feel. And then you're in the middle of the deed and all of a sudden it blows up in your face and the dude's upset or the or the wife's getting upset all of a sudden. And it's nothing you did. It's just all of a sudden they realize that they had feelings they didn't know existed. Right. So let me that's ask fair. you, Ruby, and we haven't talked about this so before um, you know, the show or anything like that. So if we were to be approached by a male, which we do get approached by single males, what would that have to look like to you to feel comfortable with him, right? Some, a male we do not know, how would he have to approach us to say, uh, to get your interest and attention and feel comfortable about, for you to feel comfortable with the situation? Now I'm really taking notes. <laughs> I think everybody is. <laughs> it would Me be too. helpful if we knew someone who could vet the qualities so a of friend of a male, friend a friend of just say oh yeah he's a real cool just guy. ask the professor he knows <laughs> it all um you know we've mentioned before we would open up that door if it's you know somebody who's been in a couple with us before and you know maybe their significant other is traveling but they're available you know we wouldn't always shut down that door but um i'm going to feel more comfortable in a situation like that because i'm going to feel very vulnerable being dominated by two men that i would want to know the other man a bit more Right. And that would be the situation. It would not be like a cuckold. I'm not a cuckold type guy. No. It would be a situation where I would both males would be involved in a straight, you know, sense of that of that swap. Um, whatever that would mean for for you, Ruby, I guess. Um, I know you like certain scenarios like that, whether it's a DP or a mm -hmm. um, spit, roast. spit roast. Yeah. Um, can I can I ask you uh, to say <laughs> what your one of your most uh, biggest desires is here? Or no? Do you want to air that out? Hey, oh, that's fine. What, what's your Someday, favorite board to watch? Airtight is on my list. 
It has not happened yet. Okay. <laughs> hey, oh. <laughs> you got to volunteer there. That's one thing I've just never been able to. I've not been able to mentally get myself to that point yet. There's a lot of bodies in the room. The two, the two male things touching each other. I got close enough where I had a a husband underneath the wife. I was behind her, and he wanted to to eat her out while I was behind her. And I said, Mm -hmm. "Okay, let's do this." I mean, and I started doing it. All of a sudden, I feel my balls slapping his forehead, (laughs) and I'm like, I just stopped, and I'm like, guys, this. we can't do it. I can't do this. You know, luckily it was a good scenario because, you know, we, we had been. What was your safe we, word? <laughs> I'm done. I pulled out. Oh, your balls are slapping me. Your balls are slapping me. That was the safe word. It was more of a safe I mean, sentence. It, this was one of those scenarios. I mean, this is years ago. This is one of those scenarios where, like, they got a hotel room. The whole purpose of the night is they wanted to experience and experiment with two dudes and a, and a girl in there. Mm-hmm. And, and the one rule I had was no dude on dude action. And I've never actually done it. And and I, I think they wanted to that <laughs> night, but the 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 dipping the toes in the water was the ball slapping his forehead, and then I was out of like, no, <gasps> I just can't do it. Oh boy! Well, guys, this has been so entertaining today. Uh, we truly do wish to have you back on here to finish um, up in this episode. And uh, I hope any single males listening or any couples, please reach out to us with any questions you have. Uh, definitely love to get the questions. We can uh, fine tune this if we do this again in the future. But like I was saying, that's all the time we have for today's episode. Thank you all so much for tuning in. Uh, if you have any questions or comments, feel free to reach out to us directly on the couplesnextdoor.com website. Our profile name there is Ruby and Fox. We would also like to thank our podcast sponsor, which is the one, the only, the legendary couplesnextdoor.com website. If you're not a member yet, then you're definitely missing out on all the sexy fun. And for those that are members already, we hope to see you at the next event soon. If you like what you've just heard, please support us by liking, following, and commenting on whatever app you're listening from. 